Howdy Swim fans, here's another episode of Whiteboard Wednesday. And on today's episode, we're talking about how to swim perfect freestyle. Now, I truly believe that everyone, and I mean everyone, can improve some element of their freestyle technique. Even the best in the world can find different points of improvement. And for this video, we've broken down the core elements into six different pieces of the stroke. And we'll go through them one by one. To start, it's all about body position. Now the most important fundamental piece of swimming across all the strokes is the concept of streamline. And streamline is where your body is as narrow as possible moving through the water so that you reduce the amount of drag that you have. Body position directly relates to this. So body position means how your body is positioned in the water, and ideally you're trying to decrease the amount of drag that you have. And that's determined by two different functions. The first is your head position. So the placement of your head and where your eyes are looking in freestyle, butterfly, and breaststroke is critical. When you swim freestyle, your eyes should be focused on the bottom of the pool. It might be boring, but in open water and in the pool, you need to be looking down because your head position determines the position of the rest of your body. And if you think about your head as a pivot point and a fulcrum for your body, if your head is looking up, your legs will sink and you'll create a ton of drag that'll slow you down. The second variable is your hip position and one leads to the other. So you want to think about keeping your eyes on the bottom of the pool, keeping a neutral head position that's in line with your spine and your hips will follow. If anything, you want to feel like you're swimming downhill, but you don't want to feel like you're burying your head in the water so that your hips stay up. Oftentimes, if you swim with a pull buoy, something that you put between your legs to keep your legs afloat, it'll feel a lot faster and that's because you're decreasing the amount of drag that you have. What your goal is, is to do this naturally by adjusting your head position and making the water hit your head right in the middle of your swim cap, right? Your whole head should not be submerged, only half of your face, right? So you should see the top of your cap above the water, but your head is in line with your spine. The second element is the catch. Now obviously if you don't pull any water, you're not gonna go anywhere. It's great if you can decrease your drag by improving your body position so your body's narrow, but if you don't pull, you're not gonna do anything. So with regards to the catch, we're talking about how your fingertips enter the water. And they should enter about 12 to 18 inches in front of your shoulder at a 45 degree angle to the water. So if you think about your arm extending forward, you're gonna enter with your fingertips first. Your middle finger is the longest point. You hit the water at 45 degrees, and then you're gonna reach and you're gonna extend. Once your arm has extended, you're gonna reach a few more inches. You're gonna open up your body, keep your head looking down with your body position, and you're gonna start to initiate the catch. And now the catch, the most important part, it's all about the EVF, early vertical forearm. The EVF means as soon as you reach, your fingertips are driving down to the bottom of the pool, and you're trying to get your forearm to be vertical as early as possible, so that way, you have a huge paddle and you're not pulling with just your hand, you're pulling with your forearm as well, the early vertical forearm. And once you initiate that pull, it's all about the pull phase. So you've got the water, you're grabbing it, and now you're gonna pull yourself forward as your body is rotating to the other side. And that pull phase should be a straight line from that initiated catch position 
all the way through to the next stroke, right? So you reach out, you've got the water, you pull, and then you're gonna pull all the way through in a straight line. That is the catch concept. Now the third we're gonna talk about is rotation, and I mentioned it when we're reaching out, you're gonna rotate, and the rotation of your body is by two variables. Similar to the body position, it's your head and your hips. With the rotation, it's your hips and your shoulders. So if you watch a really, really good swimmer, you're gonna see them rotating side to side. Every time they take a stroke, they're rotating to the right, to the left. Their head remains in line. Their body position, their head is neutral. But they're rotating side to side. And it's actually your hips that initiate the rotation and your shoulders will follow. It's counterintuitive because you think the shoulder is what drives the rotation. That's not correct. The hips are what actually drive the rotation and your shoulders are what follow through. So all of this should come from your core and not your upper body. Your upper body is secondary. You wanna think about it from your core, right? That's your rotation, it's critical. Now the third piece that ties in all of this is breathing. Breathing is one of the most difficult concepts to especially a beginner swimmer. When we're talking about breathing, it's about maintaining your head position. If you think about it, we have a neutral head position when we're swimming, that's great. Now how do I take a breath? When you take a breath, you're gonna rotate onto the side and you're keeping your head in line with your spine. You don't wanna lift your head up because that disrupts your body position. So keep your head in line. The rotation should come as your body, the breath should come as your body is rotating. And it needs to be, as I just said, part of the rotation. So you're not rotating your head, and then you rotate your head down, and then you rotate. You should have your head in line with the rest of your body as you rotate and keep one eye in the water. Because if you think about it, when you're taking your breath, right, you're on your side, and the water line should be right in the middle of your face. And as you swim, as you create this draft, there's actually a pocket for you to get your air so that you won't get water in your mouth. As long as you're moving forward, you can have your eyes, one eye in the water and your mouth can actually be submerged. And there's a pocket of air that allows you to rotate, keep this arm extended, and you're gonna get that oxygen. And then you're gonna rotate and put your head back down in line with the rotation to get your breath. Now the fifth point is kicking. Most beginner swimmers are terrible at kicking. And you know what, that's actually okay. I'm gonna to skip to the third point. I want you to de-emphasize the kick. The kick is only fundamental if you're a more advanced, serious swimmer. And this, the kick, is what drives your rotation. If you're not a very serious, elite, competitive swimmer, I want you to de-emphasize the kick. And when you do kick, whether it's in streamline with a kickboard or in the actual stroke, you're gonna think about short and fast kicks. You don't wanna have a big kick that, that disrupts your body position, your body line, your streamline. You wanna have a short and fast kick, and you're kicking from the hips. Short, we're referring to the amplitude, and fast is the tempo. So if you think about my arms as your legs, this is a big, slow kick, big amplitude. From here to here, that's your amplitude. Freestyle kick, flutter kick, it should be a short and fast kick. And the amplitude we're talking about is less than 30 centimeters, less than 12 inches from big toe to big toe. It's a short, fast kick, even the dolphin kick. And it's from the hips, meaning you're not bending your knees. If my elbow is your knee, you're not bending your knees. You're keeping your legs straight. You're kicking from the hips. It's a core movement. But again, I want you to de-emphasize the kick. You should not focus on the kick. You should focus on the body position and the catch and the rotation if you're a beginner swimmer. 
Now, finally, I want us to focus on silent swimming. And this is my favorite concept in all of swimming, especially in freestyle technique training, especially if you're a beginner or an advanced swimmer. It's focusing on using all of your senses, all of them, not just the way it feels, how tired you are, but all of your senses. So I want you to listen to the noise you make when your hand hits the water. We talked about the catch. Your fingertips are what initiate the catch. Listen to it. Are you making a lot of noise? Are you making a splash? Water, bubbles, that's all inefficient. Slide your fingers into the water. Hearing, listen to the noise that you make. You wanna make less noise. You shouldn't be able to hear someone swimming if they're super efficient. I want you to think about the touch, right? The tactile feel that you have when you initiate, right? It's not just your fingertips, your hands pulling the water. It should feel like your arm, all of your muscles being engaged. The smell, the aroma of the chlorine, right? Be aware of where you are and what's happening with your body. The taste of that chlorine. What does it taste like in the water? Don't drink the water, that's not what I'm telling you. And it, the sight, right, the visual, like be aware of what you're doing, but don't be afraid to close your eyes every now and then to amplify all the other senses. And finally, the sense, right, there's only five senses, but the sixth sense is your body awareness in the water. This is something that other sports don't really have to deal with, but in water, it's a whole nother medium. It's 800 times more dense than air. And that's why all of these elements tie into creating the swimming equation, which we'll get into in just a second. But when we're talking about silent swimming, the way to practice this at the end of a workout, you have 425s, 225s, 125, just one length of the pool. Before you push off, take a deep breath in. Smell the aroma of the chlorine. Be aware that you're in the water. Push off the wall. Listen to what is happening. Take your first strokes and listen and see and feel. And that by having a silent stroke will make you much more efficient because you're aware of all of the resistance that you're creating and all the propulsion that you're generating. And finally, the swimming equation that I mentioned. This is a little bit more technical, but when you think about the swimming equation, you have your swimming time, which is equal to your underwater time plus your turn time. And that is in addition to your cycle count and your stroke rate. So these elements we talk about in another video, which we'll link in the description, how to create the swimming equation. And we have a whole bunch of videos on Adam Peaty and Caleb Dressel and how they swim so fast using the swimming equation. But this video was really focused on how you can use these six elements to have the perfect freestyle. And again, I truly believe that everyone, no matter your skill level, can improve some element of your freestyle technique. This was Whiteboard Wednesday. If you want more, give us in the comments below. We'll see you guys later. Bye.